Hello and welcome to the Russ Rants Podcast. Man, am I super excited to have you today. This whole platform is designed on open conversation, safety, and self-improvement. That's what this whole thing is about, is giving you the tools and ideas to make yourself better, and thus helping people around you be better. I hope that today's episode inspires you to think for yourself, to think for others, and to maybe adapt and add some extra things to your life that equip you to win. Without further ado, here's the rant. Enjoy. All right, we're going to do a quick one because I want to say hello to everybody. Welcome to the Russ Rants podcast. Boy, oh boy, is it good to be back. And it's going to be a quick one. I'm not even joking. I'm going to try my best to keep this around 30, maybe even 20 minutes because I want to talk to you about something that has been rattling in my brain for a while now. Yes, it has been a while. Since you heard from me, but good stuff. It's good reasons. It's good reasons. Russ, the last time you disappeared on us, it's because you decided to give up on podcasting or you you burned out or you needed a break. Well, the good news is that it is none of those things, and yet I'm wrestling with balance still in my life. But I digress. Let's Let's jump into it. It has been quite a few weeks since my last podcast episode that was with the marvelous Sarah Novak of Breathe With Sarah. You can find her on Instagram. She's a breath coach. Uh, If you have not yet heard the episode Breathe To Believe, I highly encourage you to listen to it. Very interesting from Sarah. She made me do a breathing exercise where I felt like I was just like injected with caffeine like crazy, like crazy after doing one of her exercises. I found it very powerful, very, very cool, okay? That was the last episode I did. And honestly, we have some guests still lined up for the future, but then I I took a break. Now, let me explain where I've been and where I am still during this time. My wife and I have worked very hard at trying to achieve a balance during COVID. You'd you'd laugh, right? Oh, what do you mean balance? Like, you're all stuck at home. How could there be balance? Like, you're doing nothing. If anything, you should have more free time, you'd think. Yes and no. We are also more purposeful at home with our kids, with things that my wife and I have set out to do personally, that it actually turned out to be interesting how often I found I lacked a free evening, even to just do a podcast. And so we actually, I got invited to a group that I attend every week. We call it a mastermind group. It's marvelous. I've heard of them for years, finally got invited to one. Love it. I don't mean finally as in like a bad thing. Like I I got invited to one. I was very honored to be asked and of course excited that I had the time and capacity to be able to. So that happens once a week. So with that capacity, it was a trade-off is what my wife and I equated to. It's not like we just add another day to the week that Russell has an evening that he spends to invest. It needed to be a trade-off. And so I found less and less free time to actually invest in the podcast right now. Now, I, dig- I digress, okay? If you're like, oh, that's that's too bad. No, don't worry. We're, we're still going to figure out a new balance because I have some exciting news near the halfway point of this podcast. I want you to stick around for it. It's very exciting news about the Russ Rants label. I was about to say label. The Russ Rants label. No, just the Russ Rants brand, what it stands for, what I stand for, and what I'm going to be doing and continuing to do with my efforts, okay? Um, so anyways, it's good to be back. Um, I, I thank you for your patience as I've kind of been adjusting. This is our, as I've said it before, this is our new room, our new studio, and it is a little bit more acoustically um, impaired uh, right now, uh, and that's just because it's it's not yet fully a studio. We don't have sound panels yet, so if you hear a little bit of echoing and stuff like that, please bear with us, okay? But I make, I'm happy to be back here. And so 
Today, what I would like to talk to you about is balance and consistency and permission because they kind of all relate to the same thing. You've heard me talk about some of them before in in a capacity, but I kind of want to elaborate a bit further, okay? My journey here in 2021, I wanted to start off with a bang, right? So we got we got Sarah Novak involved. Uh, we finished off 2020 uh, with Kim Ward, which was fantastic. I did one of my own podcasts, and I, I felt really excited about heading into 2021. And then I absolutely got just slammed by not only the activity at work that I'm doing right now, which is excellent, I love my job, but also just the weight of the beginning of a new year. Do you know what I mean by that? Have you felt that? I I know, especially right now during COVID, that it has been a tough time. It has been just a really tough mental health and balance to just try to see the brighter side of how we're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we... you know, it's tough to realize. I, I mean, I'm thankful I have a job. I know many of you guys out there who are listening to this, you guys are fighting. You, you're unemployed right now or you're figuring out when you're going to get um, taken back. You've been laid off. I'm rooting for you, okay? So the gratitude side is real. The gratitude side is there. But I absolutely got slammed kind of just with some general fatigue. I haven't found momentum. I, I hadn't found kind of a rejuvenation in myself. I still loved what I did. I I loved the podcast. I loved hanging out with friends virtually when I could. Um, But I found myself very, very tired, very often, just mentally fatigued. And even after this, right after this, that's why I want to be as short as possible for this episode is just get back and say, hey, everybody. Um, But I I found myself really lacking pockets of rest. Um, And I I don't think that that wasn't sustainable. So you mix in the mastermind group with that, and then you mix in a few other things that I had on the go. I found I was trying to cram too much in the beginning of the year because I had high hopes for December of this upcoming year. You know what I'm talking about? Like you, you It's like the people that buy the workout and gym equipment at the beginning of the year. It's because they, they're, they're, they're infused. It's a new year. It's a new me. And then they, they buy all this equipment or they get these new habits. They make these what, 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 what do we call them? New Year's resolutions right? This new path, this new trajectory I'm going to set myself on. And we, we go in that direction. We set it up with high hopes. And then what happens? You, you flame out, you burn out, or it doesn't become a sustained habit. Habit is the real thing that changes your life consistency. So I'm all over the place right now, but I just want to explain that that's kind of what happened to me is I piled a bunch of these side projects and I didn't lay them out on the table thinking, what do I really want to do? What can wait? What would build momentum to lead to the next thing? what really wouldn't give me momentum right now. And I failed to, to tear them apart. I just kind of did willy-nilly whatever I wanted. And then I, I hit the same issue I ran into last year, which was kind of like, I need a break. And that was where the alarm bells started ringing for me because I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We are like literally at the beginning of the year. I haven't hit like a six-month fatigue thing. This is like the beginning of the year, a few weeks in, and I'm feeling the same symptoms I felt like last summer. What is wrong. So I looked in the mirror and, and, uh, thanks to some, some groups and some very good friends that helped me look inside myself. Uh, it's the same thing I've been wrestling with fam. And I just kind of want to talk to you about a concept that was, that was taught to me, uh, last year, I feel. And it never really connected the dots until recently about how I've personally been thinking about my goals, thinking about my trajectory, thinking about my, my vision I'm not going to say wrong, but it was skewed a bit. Okay, it, it didn't have the full picture. Let's say, let's say it that way. It was kind of a glass half empty, then a glass half full scenario. 
And I want to talk to you about where you're at today. I, w- I want to say, first off, thank you for listening. Because uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address you a little bit here, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back to what I want to get across, and we're going to call it a day, okay? Uh, I just wanted to say, again, how grateful I am for those who listen to the Russ Rants podcast. It does not go unnoticed. Even if I sometimes am sporadic in my release of my episodes, as you may have seen on social media, I really struggle to promote myself. I don't think it's because I don't like what I project, what I give you guys on the podcast. I just, I don't know if it really portrays who I am to like, I don't know, what's the right word, plug an episode every other day or plug my brand. I don't have it like that. I don't feel like I'm I'm there or I, or I want to be there. I don't know. It's kind of some conflicting emotions, but it does not go unnoticed that you listen, that you're supportive, that that you're partaking, you're having some of this stuff. We're going to have a JIT. Shout out to a JIT again. Uh, we're going to have a JIT here, hopefully in the next month or so. Um, uh, just We're going to have an episode together. A longtime listener, really appreciate him. He's a good friend of mine. I want to give a quick shout out to Doug Scott, one of our, our longtime listeners. He referenced to me uh, the table game episode um, that we had done a few weeks back. And he just mentioned how it, you know, kind of popped into his head during a, a debate with a friend. And, you know, he'd gotten flustered and frustrated and, but you know, he assessed himself. And I just want to say that means the world to me, Doug. That, that means the world to me that you would tell me that. That means the world to me, Ajit, that you tell me that. It means the world to me, all the others that listen to this podcast, that you're hearing it. Or even you're spewing back some of your thoughts because that through self-assessment is what I get life from. This is what I get life from is, is that self-assessment, that, that self-dialogue where people are like, yeah, Russ, you really tore this concept apart. I'm going through that too, or I can totally relate, or I totally disagree with you, but I want to talk about it. That is what gives me fire is tearing apart these things and, and, and tearing our, ourselves apart, rebuilding ourselves back up and figuring out how the heck am I going to kick butt today? How am I going to kick butt tomorrow? How am I going to kick butt this year? That continual assessment and analysis of ourselves to do better, that's what I want. So when you guys engage with me like that, so awesome. So I'm so thankful for you. Reflecting back on myself, I have been losing a balance since my early childhood of what has now been labeled for me as the inner critic. Okay, And if you know me, I've, I've actually talked about this because I've learned it from my good friend uh, who, who shared with me this concept, he learned about two conflicting voices in our brain. There's the inner critic and the inner compassionate self-talk. Okay. Why is this important, Russ? Well, I'm, I always like to address the why first, because if you're going to hear me ramble about a concept for a little bit, I want to know why, why this is applicable. If we fail to see the victories or the good things we're doing amidst all this chaos, amidst all this uncertainty, amidst all of this hostility, it, this is a slog, right? I've called it that before. This is a marathon. This pandemic, the changes, the health restrictions, the lack of travel, the lack of normalcy, it wears on us. And if we let it and we don't celebrate the good things, we don't have a sense of gratitude or sense of self-appreciation, this mother trucker will drive us into the absolute ground. It'll drive our mental health. It'll, it'll drive even our physical health. It'll, it'll absolutely... Um, just throw away our motivation. It will. And so the reason why I want to talk about this today is I want you to actually consider how we're near the end of February and you're here. 
and I want you to take a quick look at what you've done since. And I don't want you to look at it as a failure or an awe moment. I want you to figure out how to celebrate or pat yourself on the back and then assess the future. So the inner critic, two voices conflicting within us. And I'll explain to you how I'm losing my battle or was losing until recently when I became aware of it. The inner critic is a voice that is always obviously critical. It's a voice that often attacks or criticizes or assesses what we're doing. And then it typically throws a negative spin at the end of it. Something could always be done better. Even if you had a perfect run on something, something just wasn't the way you liked it. Or you could have probably done that a little bit better. You could have had a better work day. could have made a better supper. Uh, could have worked out more. Could have eaten less chips. Could have watched less TV. Could have watched more TV. There's always something wrong. The inner critic inside of us just looks for the imperfections. Now, why? That sounds like a pretty jerk faceish voice, okay? The inner critic's job is to protect us from failure. It's to protect us from apathy. The inner critic is there to help us assess ourselves. It critiques so that we can be better. It's like a personal trainer at a gym where you're doing a, a squat or a push-up or you're doing a plank and the coach is telling you to lift your butt up, uh, squat lower, spread your legs further apart. It's assessing our posture. It's assessing our stature because it doesn't want us working out in life and doing it wrong or incorrectly to not maximize our growth. So before you start crapping on the inner critic, the inner critic is still helpful. It's still essential, actually. It's the balance of the pendulum in ourselves that strives for greatness. Here's the problem, though. It does not have a filter or a sense of when to celebrate and recognize we are actually acting on it. I'm going to say that again. The inner critic within ourselves does not have the filter to recognize when we are actually accomplishing and gaining results by things that the inner critic has brought up in the past. All it can see is the current inconsistencies, not the inconsistencies that are now consistencies. You understand? The inner critic just doesn't have the off button when it comes to criticizing. You could have aced that exam, but it'll still tell you that the next one's going to be twice as hard and you'll never expect to pass that next exam if you don't start studying today. Do you see what I'm saying? You crush that exam, but the next one's in, you know, in the view. It's in, it's, it's in your sights now and nothing's good enough. Okay, that's a problem. Ever since I was a child, I've had a very strong inner critic voice. I'm going to be honest with you guys, just a real moment for a bit. I actually didn't want to do a podcast episode today. I didn't want to record because I felt like I had to, or, you know, it's been a timer and I, I'm like, this is too long to go without a podcast. This isn't fair to the people listening. Oh yes, my greatness knows no bounds. I'm being facetious, but I'm just saying, you know, I, I had the inner critic at me for weeks lately, even though I was justified in taking a break. I was justified in stepping away for a little bit. Why? Well, because I was investing my time on my and my self-assessment in this mastermind group and a few other things that I'm participating in. I'm reading some really good books. I'm trying to rest more. I'm trying to find balance. My word for 2021, just so you all know, is consistency. And yeah, I'm not going to be all hokey pokey, have a word for 2021. I mean that that's something that really stuck with me. I wanted to work on in 2021 was consistency. Okay. Guess what? You can't have consistency 
if all you're doing is listening to one voice. As a child, I would berate myself and put so much internal stress and pressure on results that though I'd be anxious and I'd be almost throwing up before exams or football games, uh, I would achieve some success. It was kind of a catch-22 is I strived and wanted success so badly that I would pressure myself into performing better, but then I'd be so exhausted or afraid to try further that I would stop myself from trying anymore, but I achieved some success. You know what I mean? It was like I couldn't hit my ceiling of my potential because I was too busy critiquing myself. I wanted greatness, but I couldn't let myself see how great I was doing at some things, and then I burned out. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, as it were. Okay? So that's the inner critic. And the reason why I want to speak to you, I hope you're listening. I hope you're either driving to work. I hope you're at work. I hope you're taking a break. I hope you're at home, shoveling your walk, whatever. If you're listening to this, I want you to take a moment. Can you do me a favor? What are you doing right now? I, I, I mean, I'm being serious. Take, take a moment. Just stop. Just take to stop. Unless you're driving, drive safely. But just take a moment. What are two areas, or just one, that you've been super hard on yourself for lately? Serious. Is it about your physical health, fitness? Is it about your lack of socialization? Heck, man, we're all in a pandemic right now. It's, it's really hard to remember or to want to FaceTime people. I'm not a FaceTimer. I'm a physical timer. Okay? It's hard for me to try to always FaceTime people because I just don't get the same sensation from it. I went to get a haircut today from my brother. Shout out to Lyndon. Love you. Exhibit Lyndon on Instagram. Check him out. E-X-H-I-B-I-T-L-Y-N-D-O-N. Exhibit Lyndon. Seriously, look him up. Incredibly talented barber. I went to get a haircut today and seeing him physically, yeah, it was all COVID parameters. Don't worry, but he cut my hair. I felt so ecstatic. I had a real conversation with a real human being. That was my wife. Shout out to Pola. I love you very much. But you know what I mean? It's tough to stay motivated to see other people. So what are you hard on yourself about right now? What are you, what are, what are you coming down on yourself about? You feel like you're not working hard at work right now? Are you, you know, angry about your lack of motivation to pick up a hobby? Are you lack about your motivation to watch any other show other than the fishing or the cooking or the sports channel? Are you angry about your marriage, girlfriend, boyfriend, kids? Seriously, just take a moment. Okay. There's another thing I learned recently. It was a TikTok video. I wish I knew the gentleman's name. I would give him a shout out because, boy, is he helpful. I, I, fact is I will try my best to find him and post something later. But he started doing what's called the why though game. Do you know what I'm talking about? The why though game. He said whenever he has, I don't know if it's self-inflicting criticism or trauma that he's trying to process through, he asks the why though game. Why though? So you are unloved. Why though? Well, you don't think you're worthy of other people's feelings of affection. Well, why though? Because you're not confident in your own abilities and think that you've brought value to society at all. But why though? I guess because I don't know what I'm measuring success and value to society as. Oh, well, why though? I don't think I've sat down to actually see what I'm good at and how I've helped other people or what I bring positively to people. Well, why though? I just don't think I've ever made the time. The, you get the point. The point is to dissect and drill into further and further a lie. Or, or a negative proclamation. Oh, I should be a better father. 
why though? Well, I, I just don't think that I'm doing all the best I, I am for I can for my son right now. Well, why though? Uh, maybe it's because I don't feel like I'm I'm educating myself, reading a book. Uh, I'm not listening to a podcast. I'm not looking into his personality types. Well, why though? I guess I'm just scared that I'm going to mess it up no matter what, so I just don't even bother to try. Oh, okay. Maybe it's nothing like that at all. Maybe I just didn't think about it. Well, why though? Well, I just didn't think that was important. See, no matter what, the why though game is still really powerful. See what I mean? But I do want you to, to ask that question. Well, why? why? Why is that important, Russ? Because I have been failing to ask that question. I've been failing to debate the inner critic for years. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, it is a pain in the ass. And it will beat you to a pulp in every facet of your life if you let the inner critic run unhinged. I was one of the top selling uh, top salesmen in, in my insurance firm. Never good enough. Still super depressed. Incredibly depressed, actually. Why, though? Because I didn't think I was doing my best, or I didn't think that you know life wasn't worth it with this, or blah, 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 blah. Well, why, though? Because I hadn't defined value. I'm not adding value to my office. Well, why, though? Well, I guess I just don't know what value means. Well, what does it mean? Well, money. Well, did you top the sales team in sales last month? Yeah. Okay, so that, that is value. Is that what you count as value? No. Uh, I guess I didn't make people's lives better. Well, you helped protect people with life insurance. You had really good talks with your coworkers and your friends with your boss. Oh, well, that's not true either, is it? I wish I had done that five years ago. I do. I'm speaking to past Russ. Past Russ and insurance would maybe have enjoyed the journey more if he actually gave himself a pat on the back occasionally. Okay? So that's the inner critic. Let's switch gears quickly, okay? That's one side of the pendulum. I want to go to the other side, which is extremely healthy, but I, I do think it can be abused. I want to address that. Inner, compassionate self-talk is the other side of the coin. It fights the inner critic because the compassionate self-talk actually helps you identify and address what you're doing right celebrating it, and then seeing how that builds momentum for you. This is by far my weakest voice. By far. It's the weakest. I'm terrible with the inner compassionate. I don't give myself permission to take a break. I'm even half torn right now if I should be finishing up this podcast episode, if I'm being honest with you, because I need to rest before I go to bed and wake up tomorrow to hit the ground running again. But the inner compassionate self-talk is also talking back to the inner critic, even as we speak, saying, even doing 20 to 30 minutes of a podcast episode to say hi to everyone and, and give them your thoughts on this subject is powerful. Good for you. See what I just did there? I, I know that this might sound a little superficial, okay? And trust me, there can be people that unfortunately abuse this voice where they justify everything as justify, well, I deserve a break. I deserve another cookie. I deserve that. Look, I, I'm just saying... It's the, it's the same as the inner critic. If you don't hold it in check, it will ruin your life. But on my end, I have an inner critic problem, not an inner compassionate self-talk. I want to use an example for you. Okay, a very tangible example. And it'll actually segue into my big news I, I told you about that I wanted to tell you. In October 2019, I decided to take a break from the Russ Rants podcast to pursue what? You guys know this. To pursue Twitch. Twitch streaming. 
I specified and speculated that I, I wanted to engage people with people live. I wanted to meet a new community. I wanted to address people that weren't just motivated by what I was talking about in the podcast. It was people I'd never met who maybe needed a friend, someone to talk to, safe place to game, safe place to just chat, or just have me on his background noise. That was the motivation. That was the dream. I drew and created a vision board, wrote down specific goals as I'd read in leadership books and, and, and productivity books. What I wanted to do was in Twitch, there's a criteria. There's a casual streamer, there's affiliate, and there's partner. Affiliate and partner have the eligibility to receive donations, create custom emotes, emotes, and have a few extra bonus features. So the affiliate is kind of the middle step, and the partners, you, you've hit the highest echelon. I've never streamed in my life. I'm not a gamer. Those who know me know that I'm not a, I'm not a video game aficionado. I enjoy community. Video games to me is just an excuse to hang out. I'm sometimes terrible at a game, but I'll have the best time of my life because I get to hang with people. I'm a socialite, okay? I couldn't bring to the table excellence and entertaining for games. I could bring with them engagement. I want to say to my friends who have been gaming with me over the last year, I appreciate you. I've appreciated how you just wanted to hang out and you didn't take games too seriously. So when I announced that, I had written on this vision board that I wanted to be an affiliate by December 2020. Remember that this is October 2019 is when I started. Okay. The requirements for being an affiliate on Twitch were simple. For 30 days, I needed to, I needed to average having at least three people watching me um, for as long as I had streamed. Now, it can be complicated because if you stream for two hours and no one watches you, it, it drops your average. Okay? I'm going to try to not to go too technical into it, but the whole point was there was a criteria. But if you hit that affiliate criteria, you're eligible for donations, financial support, custom emotes where I could reward people who'd been watching my stream. I was really shooting for an affiliate. Okay, so let's look into it. I dove into Twitch. And then due to the pandemic emerging, I had more free time than ever before to Twitch or to stream more often. So I streamed three times a week. Guess what happened? By June 2020, I became a Twitch affiliate. A Twitch affiliate. I filled out the forms, I registered, and sure enough, Russ Rants became an official Twitch affiliate channel. Huge honor. Guess what happened? I quit streaming and took a permanent break halfway through July of 2020. Why is that? I didn't stop to celebrate. I didn't stop to appreciate how grateful and amazing and honoring it was to hit this goal that people supported me enough that I hit this. I can't do this without people. I wasn't pacing myself. My gas tank had run empty. I've been pushing myself and pushing myself for results, pushing myself and pushing myself for behaviors that would lead to greatness, for better things. Okay, great job. You got to affiliate. No time to chat. No time to celebrate. No time to soak in the moment. We got to go for partner. Well, that worked like a charm because I burnt out and I didn't want to touch a computer for months after that. I was angry at myself. Do you see how toxic and backwards that is? I would like to think that had I paid more attention to the inner compassionate self-talk, made it a regular habit to note it, and list it, and affirm myself, I think I would have actually enjoyed streaming more. Probably would have streamed more often. Tried to stream more often. Probably would have maybe achieved more results, but without focusing on the results, if that makes sense. 
I was out of balance. So I took a break and, you know, just also some other realities like my computer. It wasn't streaming the best. It's an old girl, but I'm very grateful for it. Um, I just stepped away from Twitch, like, period. It just brought me anxiety whenever I tried to open up my computer to stream. I just didn't like the idea of all the stress that came with it, all the results I wasn't hitting. And um, I just didn't like it. Now I'm today here in, in February 2021. And I think I've been beaten down in a good way where I've, I, I hope I finally learned my lesson. That was what my exciting news was, is that thankfully due to some friends and and my own self-savings and my own investment, I now have an updated computer. Why is that a big deal? Just so you guys know, if you don't stream. Uh, streaming is a lot of output for a computer. It takes a lot of CPU and GPU, uh, graphics and computer processing units, um, to stream online while you're playing a game or while you're recording a podcast. I actually tried to mix it up last year when I was burning out and try to record my podcast on Twitch, which is a great idea, by the way. I'm going to keep that uh, happening. Here's my announcement is with this new computer, I will be able to stream games I enjoy with friends that I want to hang out with. That made it sound like people I was hanging out with before. I didn't want to hang out. That's not the case at all. I just mean like games I can play and stream and I can do the podcast with video with people faster and better than ever before. But it's going to be different. Uh, I'm going to try to be engaged with what my true core values are of Twitch which is honestly hanging out with people. I know that sounds really loosey-goosey, but it's just a place where you can be. It's a place where you can stop in and tell me about your day because I want to hear about your day. Why is this exciting? Because the Russ Rants podcast is going to be a part of it. The Russ Rants podcast will be recorded uh, once a week or once every other week on a Twitch stream, and it'll still be produced on all your favorite platforms you like to listen to it. But the point is that I'm going to try again. But this time, I'm going to try to listen to the inner compassionate self-talk. Why is this a big deal? Because this isn't about streaming or podcasting. This is, this is about me. This is about longevity. Imagine this as a father or as a husband. Imagine what an inner critic unhinged on my children would do. We've seen it. We've, we've Andre Agassi, right? Great tennis player. His dad was relentless. And coaching and teaching him how to be a tennis player. It was almost, he said, abuse. Um, oh, what's his name? Nija. Nija Houston, I think his name is, on, on Instagram. I, I follow Nija. An amazing skateboarder. His father, unfortunately, did not let the inner critic stop talking. Yeah, Nija Houston. I would encourage you to look him up. Very cool guy. N-Y-J-A-H space H-U-S-T-O-N. Nija Houston's a beast. But he had to... He had to peace out from his dad because his dad was trying to control his life as a professional skateboarder. I watched that story. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she was a famous figure skater, right? Margot Robbie was, uh, was her character. Oh, I can't remember her name, but her mom. Incredibly abusive, verbally abusive, emotionally abusive. That's the inner critic, guys. But the problem is that it's not just affecting them anymore. Who is it affecting? Their loved ones. Now, the inner compassionate self-talk is tough for me because you could say, you know, the, you know, inner compassion and self-talk on steroids is apathy, extreme laziness, sloth. But compassion is the key word. This isn't giving yourself an out. This is being compassionate with yourself, which is giving yourself something you don't deserve, compassion. Compassion and inner compassion is recognizing 
the goodness and greatness you already have. It's, it's almost self-contentment. And I'd rather be content than be great. I think if you balance both of them, you actually can be great and content. I have a drive inside of me to be great. But that drive alone is not enough to sustain. Fact is, I don't think you can become truly great if you don't have a good balance of emotional health, of inner compassion. And that's something I'm working towards. So I just wanted to let you guys know that in the next little bit, I'm going to try to be compassionate with myself as I try to go on social media a bit more to say, hey guys, this is what I'm trying. I'm going to, I'm going to humble myself to ask for your support or to ask for your ideas and how I could be better. Whereas before I was trying to approach it like a business mentality. If I hammer these key points enough, good results will happen. Guess what? Even if they did happen, I wouldn't have lasted long enough to enjoy them because I would have burned out. This year and for years to come, I hope to be compassionate with myself, with my side goals, my, my brand, Twitch, podcasting, all that, but also parenting, also being a husband. I'm going to go rest now. I'm going to end the podcast here. Let me know your thoughts. Hit me up on Instagram, R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z, Russ Rants, or hit me up on email if you just prefer to type out your thoughts that way at russrantsreal at gmail.com. That's russrantsreal at gmail.com. Tell me about your journey. What do you think of the inner critic versus the inner compassionate self-talk? Is that a real battle for you? Which side tends to win? Do you need more critic? Do you need more compassion? What do you want to be? What do you want to do? How are you doing during this pandemic? Let me know. I wish you all well. I hope this didn't sound too short or too aggressive. I'm actually pretty tired. I'm going to rest after this. Maybe you should too. Maybe you should pat yourself on the back for sweeping the kitchen or making supper or just finishing a day at work or just being a good human being on social media. I would say that that's a feat in itself right now. I love you all. I'm rooting for you and I'm excited to continue to walk with you as restaurants. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. Your support is always appreciated. Should you feel so inclined, I would love it if you'd click that follow button or subscribe button, depending on which platform you're listening to this on. As always, you can also reach me on social media at Russ Rants. That's R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z on Instagram. Or if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns about the show, by all means, shoot me an email at RussRantsReal at gmail.com. I will catch you later. Have a fantastic week and take care.